Welcome to the Transom Podcast, a monthly roundup of the new features on the transom.org website, providing mathematical puzzles, games, learning activities, and the ever-popular mathematics lesson starter of the day. Here's your host, John Tranter. This is podcast number 81. Wow. It's for August 2021, and it begins, as usual, with the puzzle of the month. A woman is 21 years older than her son. In six years' time, she will be five times as old as her son. Where is the father? Yes, you heard that right. (laughs) Bit of an unusual puzzle today. I'll say it one more time. A woman is 21 years older than her son. In six years' time, she will be five times as old as her son. Where is the father? Okay, while you think about that, the answer will be at the end of this podcast, and I will continue with the things that have been added to the website during the last month. Well, first of all, I'm very grateful to White Rose Mathematics for allowing me to share their schemes of learning, which back in the day were known as schemes of work. On the um, Transom website, you'll now be able to find the scheme with each of the blocks clickable leading to the resources, the transom resources that may go well with that block, that topic. So if you'd like to see an example, go to curriculum and then you'll see the the year group buttons. But uh, otherwise, all the links of things I'm talking about now are in the newsletter, transom.org slash newsletter. So, for those many of you, I believe lots of people are using these white rose schemes of learning. Uh, I hope that's useful for you. One of the new set of exercises I created while working on these schemes is called Fraction of... And it proved particularly popular because the first day after it had been uploaded, lots and lots of pupils had earned a trophy for it. So it seemed to uh, fill a gap. Product Square is a randomly generated puzzle presented in eight levels. And the objective is to place the numbers one to nine on a three by three grid so that the row and the column products are as given. Now, at level one, all but two of the numbers have already been put in place for you, so it's really very easy. But as you go up through the levels, one less clue is given, and by the time you get to eight, the number of clues is rather less generous. In fact, you get zero clues for level eight, just the row and the column products. So what you have to do is use your knowledge of divisibility tests, to work out where the numbers 1 to 9 should go on the grid. So that's called Product Square, and as I say, the link is in the newsletter, transom.org newsletter. Another new activity called Bar Charts, and this was suggested by the Conyers School Head of Maths and went live in the middle of last month. It begins with simple exercise on reading bar charts and then continues with exercises where you have to drag the bars of the bar charts to their correct heights and ends with comparative composite and grouped bar charts so there you go that's called bar charts a few quickies now 
Angles Mixed, which I talked about last month, now has a new level four, which introduces uh, circle theorems. Equivalent Fractions has a new level four also, which is dedicated to cancelling fractions to their simplest forms. Now, this is a biggie. Venn Diagrams of Sequences. It's one of the wonderful ideas from Craig Barton, and he kindly gave me permission to make an interactive version of the activity on the Transom website. I've already tried it out with some students and have been very pleased with the results. Now, the best time to use it, in my opinion, is just after that point where students can look at an arithmetic sequence and figure out the formula for the nth term in their heads. When they get to that point, then have a go at this activity called the Venn Diagrams of Sequences. Now, I had a little think a couple of weeks ago. How can the game of dots and boxes be upgraded? You know that little game where you have a, a grid of dots and you take it in turns to join two dots together and if you complete a box, you sort of you win one point. So I thought, rather than winning one point for completing a box, what if we put fractions into these uh, boxes? And they are your scores if you, if you complete a box around them. So I thought, well, this would be very good because students would have to have an idea of which fractions were worth more than others. So there was a, a notion there of comparing fractions. And, of course, when they finish, they've got to add all their fractions together so I thought another opportunity to practice their fraction work. Boxed in fractions, and the link is in the newsletter. And while we're on the theme of fractions, just last week a new activity called Overloaded Fraction has been added. Can you tell I have been, and I'm still in lockdown, all these activities I'm writing. It is presented in the form of a 10-level puzzle uh, and it's in the drag-and-drop style. And you have to use the digits provided to produce a fraction equivalent to the, the simplified fraction given. Now, I think this is a better activity than it was in my mind before I created it. Because having a go at completing some of these levels... Um, you have to have a notion of sort of estimation. You have to have a knowledge of multiples, of the divisibility tests, and of course the rules of equivalent fractions. So I think this is a very rich activity. It's called overloaded fraction. Do have a go yourself as a teacher, and then you'll see the benefits that it has to offer. I'm quite pleased with that. You can find Transom Mathematics at www.transum.org. For those in the Northern Hemisphere, it won't be too long until you are back to school. And um, I, of course, have got a page called Back to School with some of the resources that you might find useful right at the beginning of the school year. So have a look at that, Back to School, and I hope you find that useful too. I heard recently that each ear of corn has an even number of rows. I haven't checked it yet to find out whether it's true, but I thought there must be some maths in that there somewhere, but I haven't quite figured it out yet. Anyway, so if you have any ideas about that, um, I know about the, uh, 
the, the, the number of spirals in sunflower heads are Fibonacci numbers and lots of other things related to Fibonacci. But this very simple one about the number of rows on corn on the cob, I haven't decided how to use that yet. Ideas welcome. When you use Google, it sometimes goes above and beyond answering your question or providing links by giving a search card, as I think they're called, at the top of the page. And these cards contain the information you search for, but also include interactive controls to let you experience the information in a more engaging manner. So a canny pupil might use these cards as a shortcut to answering their maths homework questions, which made me think of a poster that I had in my classroom when I first started teaching many, many, many years ago. I think it was produced by the Mathematical Association, but I can't find it on their website, so I guess it's out of print. But from memory, this is what was written on the poster. The poster was called Cheating, and there were four sentences on the poster. They go like this. Looking up the answer in the back of the book to check you have answered the question correctly is not cheating. Asking a friend how to solve a problem is not cheating. Using a calculator to check your work is not cheating. Cheating is when you pretend you understand when you really don't. That's when you are cheating yourself. So I thought, well, in 2021, maybe we should add a fifth sentence, um, something like using Google search cards to help develop a better understanding of a concept is not cheating. I'll leave that with you. <laughs> Transom subscriber Claudette suggested a modification to the teacher's trophy page. This is the page where you, it's sort of like a mark book where you can see a list of all your students' names uh, and then the column headings are the various uh, activities that trophies can be awarded for. And um, basically, as students earn trophies, this page is populated automatically. So you don't have to do anything. You just sit back and you just watch all the results come in. And um, she wanted to be able to select which trophies she can view because basically her pupils have earned so many trophies over the year that this grid... This table is huge. So the, um, the ability now to use the key below the table uh, with tick boxes to select exactly which columns you can see in the table has now been added. So it should make life easier for you as a subscriber. So this is in the class admin section and it's called the trophies page. And... Um, Hopefully, that's more useful to you now. Okay, finally, the answer to this month's puzzle. You can set up two simultaneous equations from the information given in the question. W equals S plus 21 shows that the, the woman is 21 years older than her son. And then W plus 6 is equal to 5 lots of S plus 6. That's the other information in the question. And you solve those two simultaneous equations most easily by substitution. And you get that S turns out to be minus three quarters. That's strange, a negative amount. 
And in terms of time, minus three quarters, as, as the time is in years, this represents nine months before the sun is to be born. I will leave the last part of the puzzle for you to work out yourself. Where was the father nine months before his son was born? How about that? That's all for now. Bye. Thank you for downloading and listening to the Transom podcast. You can find the website at www.transom.org, where you're welcome to use all of the activities absolutely free, or jump in with both feet and become a Transom subscriber. 